dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Fabiano Nyonguru, currently ministering at Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Church and Sinai Seventh-day Adventist Church Company up in the northern sides of Adelaide. Welcome. This is the right place to be, my friend. In all of Australia, Faith FM is your station. This week, we've been covering a wonderful theme, the Bible, the church, and the environment. However, today, we do have an interesting uh, subject. It is the topic, could vegetarianism benefit the environment? Friends, I am blessed uh, with the presence of two wonderful people, uh, uh, Eric Hoare and uh, Sister Susan Suguru. Welcome to the uh, Faith FM uh, Drive Time program. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Fabiano. Yeah, no, welcome. And obviously, you are not strangers to the uh, Faith FM program and um, you have uh, uh, been on the radio many times uh, uh, Brother Eric and uh, Susan I hear that you've been on the radio as well and so truly you are not strangers but I believe that what you have to share however today is even more important isn't it because we'll be looking at uh, this uh, uh, important subject of the choices that we make as to whether we should have plant based uh, diet or whether we should have a uh, vegetarian diet or whether we should actually uh, you know have more of meat today and the question is could vegetarianism benefit the environment well we'll find out shortly but before we get into that, I'd like to inform our Faith FM listeners that we uh, do have uh, a Faith FM app. If you have a friend uh, whom you like to uh, invite to the Faith FM landscape, or they've got a, a radio frequency there that is not really connecting that well, you can actually get the Faith FM app by going to your uh, uh, Google Store or your Apple Store, and uh, you know, just download a Faith FM app. Once you've got it, you'll be able to tune into Faith FM unhindered. And uh, also, just so you know, we do have a number that you can use to actually interact with us, just in case you have a prayer request or if you want to, uh, you know, raise a question. And the number is zero four triple eight eight zero eight. 11. Now, before we go any further, I've got some interesting uh, news to share. And this is coming from the Christian Headlines. Christian Headlines have the following title. Uh, Pope Francis confirms the LGBTQ community's place in the church. Um, you know, he says, uh, uh, first of all, in July, there was a letter that was written by Pope Francis. Uh, and he seemed to suggest that the Catholic Church needed to have pastoral charity when it came to uh, same-sex uh, marriage. And I quote, The defense of objective truths is not the only expression of this charity. It also includes kindness, uh, patience, uh, understanding, tenderness, and encouragement. Francis said in this, uh, in this letter, uh, Therefore, we cannot be judges who only deny, reject, and exclude. He added that pastoral prudence must adequately discern whether there are forms of blessing requested by one or more persons that do not convey a mistaken concept of marriage. 
You see, Francis also affirmed that the church believes in a marriage that is an exclusive, stable, and indissoluble union between a man and a woman, naturally open to procreation, according to ABC News. Uh, now, friends, obviously, there's a lot that is happening around the world. Every new day, we are getting uh, uh, things that... Uh, uh, when you look at them and you look at them through the prophetic uh, uh, lenses, you can truly agree with me that uh, things are changing and they're changing pretty fast. And some of them seem to be uh, a direct fulfillment of prophecy. Now, we are not saying that, uh, you know, this uh, news in particular uh, is uh, uh, pushing a button. However, we are seeing changes. We are seeing rapid um, uh, changes in our world and we are seeing a change or a smoothing, uh, a soothing, uh, or even, um, how can we put it? A softening. I think that's the best mm-hmm. word. Mm-hmm. A softening of previous, uh, stance and, uh, um, uh, approach to things, especially today because there are pressures from both sides. What are some of your reflection on this, uh, uh, brother Eric and sister Susan? Mm, yes, no, it is interesting what he's saying, isn't it? Uh-huh. Um, Pope seems to be having quite a bit to say these days in, yes. in a lot of areas. Yes. Um, and yeah, li- I like what you said there, Fabiano. It's a softening on that stance, mm. isn't it? Yeah. And um, I like Christ's words when he, when, when the when Satan was coming to him and tempting him and he, it was it is written right. and I think that's what we need to go back to we always Amen. go back to the Bible yes, don't yes, we yes. and um, sometimes there is a way that seems right to a man but in the end its way um, ends in death and um, sometimes we can reason around things yes. and our culture and our society can influence us uh-huh. but we must stick and stay close to God's word and, and God is quite clear yes. about one man and one woman Woman, um, and being joined in marriage, and uh, and that if he says it that way, then that's the way that we need to see it as well. Mm. And, uh, that's where the blessing comes from God as one man and one woman. Yeah, I agree with Suzanne, not just because she's my daughter, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> where she says, but uh, you're right, and uh, I, I love some of the. Um, uh, attributes the Bible talks about the fruits of the spirit to love one another and to accept people as yes. they are. Yes. But mm. uh, there is uh, to stand on the word of God uh, mm. for righteousness sake, but also for our own good is a very important thing. You know, it said that we love the sin and not the sin and um, to accept them. And oh, I mean, I have friends who yeah. are in that group yeah. and um, I still love them and uh, mm. treat them the same. Yes. Um, and they know, you know, what the church thinks and feels. Mm. Um, but we still come, and, and that person actually comes into our church and yes. is accepted there. Mm, um, but, you know, he knows uh, how that feels. So I think it's the word that, the spirit that changes us, doesn't it? Mm. And uh, so I I think that uh, the problem is when you start to mix and accept um, that is the norm, that's when it becomes a problem, when the Bible has a clear outline of yeah. uh, man and woman, as Suzanne has talked about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in the same article, we find the following words uh, from Kate Ellis, uh, GLAD, G-L-A-A-D, President and CEO. She says, Pope Francis' response is both unprecedented and compassionate and continues to urge every Catholic and leader toward acceptance and recognition of LGBTQ people, uh, said Sarah Kate uh, Ellis. Now, it's quite interesting how the ABC uh, understood uh, the statements of the Pope. They say, Pope Francis is suggest is um, 
let me read this correctly. Pope Francis suggested it may be possible to bless same-sex unions in a newly public response to cardinals who questioned the Pope's affirmation of the LGBTQ community in the Catholic Church. In the July letter, which is written in Spanish, he reaffirmed that the church has a very clear understanding of marriage, an exclusive, stable, and indissoluble union between a man and a woman naturally open to procreation, according to the Vatican News. However, in this statement, which he gave as uh, the as Vatican was preparing to have a very important meeting that is going to discuss and to spell out what the church or the future of the church should be or what the uh, the future of the church is going to look like these are his words in my understanding my humble opinion just like you're saying i agree that the bible says that every man woman regardless of who you are or what your uh, religious affiliation may be or what you feel what you don't feel god loves everyone amen and god created all of us in his image mm. however the bible is very clear that um uh, there are certain things that we do that are not in harmony with his will and those the Bible calls them sin. And mm-hmm. those things break the heart of God and those things do not lead to life. Um, they actually lead uh, to destruction. And so mm-hmm. the church and the Bible is very clear uh, on um, uh, on these issues. And I know that these are also difficult issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we, we must, we love people. We love mm-hmm. even those in this community. Um, but what we are saying here, is the uh, changes in the tone uh, and how it is indicative of the time mm. because we see a lot of changes around us and even in the religious world. You know, Jesus predicted that there will be quite a lot of things happening in the religious world if you read in Matthew 24. Mm. But it's quite interesting, just just an observation, right? <laughs> so yeah, that's quite interesting. Now in the interest of time, uh, I would like to just uh, uh, once again uh, remind those who are listening that you can interact with us. The number is 043 Triple eight eight zero eight eleven. Any final words uh, from any of you before we plunge into uh, the topic? No, I just I like what you said there, Fabiano. It's uh-huh. we do we love the, we love people. Whatever mm. the, whatever the person is going through, and we're all sinful. None oh, of yes. us, yeah, yes. are without sin. Um, so we all have our weaknesses and and temptations and that. But um, Jesus love when he came to this earth, he mingled with everyone, mm. and we are too. But we don't condone the sin, but we love Correct. that person. Yeah. yeah, and you know the Bible does say in Revelation, not Revelation, uh, First Corinthians rather, First Corinthians thirteen, that mm. uh, uh, you know love. Um, um, does not rejoice in iniquity. Now, this means that, uh, uh, you know, love does not mean that, um, we shy away from sharing, uh, with love and, you know, with, with, um, tenderness of heart what we believe to be right and wrong. In fact, love is, um, uh, uh, you know, when, when, when a person is loving, it is when they are willing to actually uh, help you see things the way they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where we're coming from to mm-hmm. say that, uh, it, like, like Suzanne said, all of us are sinners. Yes. Uh, no one is perfect. All of us are sinners in need of grace. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it would be really nice, uh, that, uh, you know, if, um, 
you know, a friend, uh, a brother, a sister sees that truly that, uh, that there is something that I'm doing that is not right, uh, that, uh, they, they, that they approach me and, and mm-hmm. share that with me. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's what we're getting at. And so thank you so much. Let's have a prayer and then we'll, uh, transition. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, we thank you for this wonderful time on the radio. We pray for, uh, anyone, uh, who's listening to us. Father, we pray that you may, uh, Bless them and that uh, uh, our time together on the radio program, that it will be a blessing to both of us. Lord, we do pray that you may lead us and guide us as we study this wonderful, wonderful topic about um, uh, what we can do as people in order to uh, make this place uh, and this world uh, a better place. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm. And so, dear listener, I do have a free giveaway for you. but do not go away. You need to stick with us. You need to stay with us. So, so then I'll let you know how to get this free giveaway. When you do, I, uh, uh, and when I do finally announce the code word, which you need to send to us, you will need this number, 04888-80811. So that's the number that you need. And so we're coming to a song, and immediately after the song, we will, uh, jump straight into the subject. And the subject is, could vegetarianism benefit the environment. Stay with us and we'll be right back. The worst of it is over now. The storm becomes the calm The sun is slipping through the clouds Showing me the damage done To say that I've been beaten up Doesn't even scratch the surface I'm past the point of acting tough We both know how deep my hurt is I've heard that you're the God Who can restore what this world steals I'm in a thousand pieces Would you show me how it feels When a fragile heart Finds healing hands The places numb by pain Start to feel again Where you fell apart Becomes where you begin When a fragile heart Finds healing from the pain But right now I don't even have the strength to turn the page So hold on to me Jesus Cause the more I feel you near me These jagged lines from every break are slowly disappearing When a fragile heart finds healing hands The place is numbered Start to feel again Where you fell apart Becomes where you begin When a fragile heart finds healing hands All the tears turn into memories And the chains they fall down at your 
Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time. Big Q&A with Fabiano Nyonghuru. And our co-host today is Eric Hall and Susan Suguru. And I'm so thankful to have them here. A father and a daughter. Both they love the Lord. And they um, they are here to share with us from the Bible and from their research about you know, um, uh, the, the things that we can do as people in order to, uh, uh, benefit the environment. And so the theme for this week has been the Bible, the church and the environment. And the topic is could vegetarianism benefit the environment? So stay with us. And, uh, you know, as we study together, we'll be able to learn quite a lot. Text in your thoughts on 04888 That's 04888 Yes, so please do join us in the discussion. Uh, let me ask a question. Let me maybe start off by asking this. You know, obviously we've been talking about the Pope uh, and his language and how that is changing a little bit. Uh, obviously things do not stay the same, right? Uh, things always change from year to year. Uh, and I'm assuming that even in, you know, uh, in the Bible, uh, when we read in the book of Genesis about what God had created and how beautiful it was and um, how, um, you know, untainted, uh, the atmosphere was, I'm pretty sure things have changed. Would you agree, uh, Brother Eric? And is that the same with the diet? Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, you look around today and I think there's more junk food shops and fast restaurants <laughs> and things around than, than when I was growing up, that's for sure. Right. And a good home-cooked meal, you know. Um, and we used to grow our own garden. Even at school, we used to plant our own garden and have yeah. the teachers come around and mark your veggies and wow. uh, your corn and everything. You were given a packet of seeds and it was so thrilling to see those plants growing you know but these days it just doesn't happen that way it's no. instant food and uh, there's so many varieties and diets around uh, we're kind of struggling to know where to go but it's interesting that the Bible had the original diet. In mm. fact, uh, it changed three times in the Bible from when Adam and Eve at the beginning, uh, and then we had uh, the fall, what happened after that, and then after mm. the flood, something else happened. So we're going to look right. at those three things. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. So we start off with the original diet, which we find in Genesis, our Bible reading today, tonight, uh, Genesis chapter 1, 9 to 13, when it said, Then God said, Let the water under the sky be gathered together so the dry land will appear. And it happened. God named the dry land earth. He named the water that was gathered together seas. God saw this was good. Then God said, let the earth produce plants. Some plants will make grain for seeds. Others will make fruit with seeds in it. Every seed will produce more of its own kind. And it happened. The earth produced plants. Some plants had grains for seeds. The trees made fruit with seeds in it. Each seed grew its own kind of plants. And God saw that all this was good. 
evening passed and morning came. This was the third day. And then in Genesis chapter 1 verse 29 it said, Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They'll be yours for food. So the interesting thing I think we see with Adam and Eve here is that they were actually gatherers. Uh, they never planted it. God planted their garden, if you like. Interesting. And there was the right food for them to eat. And it's interesting that it was probably grains and nuts and fruits from the trees. Yes. And uh, it was things that was healthy for them. They didn't mm. have to worry about a calorie counting. Um, <laughs> all this was perfect. There was no weeds there. It was absolutely beautiful. But they were actually gathering up the food that God provided for them. Mm-hmm. So right at the beginning, vegetarian diet, definitely. Yeah. That's the way yeah. it started. Mm. What are your thoughts, uh, Suzanne? Yeah, wouldn't that have been a nice time to be? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, for sure. that's right. No, and yeah. uh, we will get back to that, I'm sure, again one day soon, won't we? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. No, and, and then the next part of that uh, actually happened after the fall, which is quite interesting, in Genesis three seventeen to 19, it says, To Adam he said, Because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree, about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you'll eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorn and thistles for you and you'll eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow you'll eat your food until you return to the ground. Since from it you were taken for dust you are and to dust you'll return. Here we see that it's changed now dramatically that now we find Mm. that they're actually planters now where they actually have to go and toil in the soil and plant the different plants that was here. So I believe this is where vegetables come into it now. Wow, that's amazing. This is where uh, it all changed in this area. Yeah. And uh, and they had to toil and they had to really work for it. And, of course, the thistles come up as they do today and the weeds. I don't know if you like gardening, <laughs> Pastor Fabiano and Suzanne. I oh, know Suzanne I do does. try. <laughs> no, I love gardening. Yes, yes. I love, it brings me peace to be out there. But I know mm. that when I do a patch of uh, of get the weeds out, you know, about a month later, they're back up there again. Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. what it meant about toiling. You know, yes. it doesn't stay the same. It keeps changing. Right. Whereas in the beginning, it was perfect. It was just unblemished. Amazing. And it was there yeah. to start with. And then the third one, of course, is um, after the flood. Because uh-huh. it changed again. Yes. And it was not till after the flood that the Lord allowed people to eat meat. It says in Genesis 9.3, Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. I've given you all things, even as the green herbs. Uh, so the flood had basically, I think, made eating meat a necessity because um, the plants were all wiped out and God gave them permission now to turn to um, eating meat. Uh, and God never intended that humans should kill animals for food, not in the beginning, mm. or that animals should feed on one another. Accordingly, the cruel and often painful destruction of life by man and animals is a result of sin, for there will be no killing of animals in the new earth, where it wow. says that the lion and the lamb will lie down together. So they're friends, whereas today they're, um, you know, they're seen as food on the earth. Mm. So it now yeah. changes the yeah. third time. Yeah. So those are the three sections to that. Wonderful. That we have. Yep. Okay. And yeah. so uh, people following a vegetarian diet, because there's uh-huh. some today who who believe that you know we shouldn't be uh, 
meat is a bad thing for you. So let's have a look at that now. Okay. And see why that, why that is so. Right. Uh, and there are a variety of vegetarians. It's not just one vegetarian. Says, Anne, did you want to share on? Oh, uh, okay. People, <laughs> people's diets. Yeah, sure, sure. So, um, yeah, so if we're looking at vegetarianism, that's uh-huh. uh, where people will um, still have dairy products okay. and um, consume eggs as well. Right. Um, so that's um, vegetarian. Um, then you can have, um, I say loosely, um, two that are similar, uh, plant-based or vegan, but mm. there is a slight difference. Um, plant-based, uh, or actually vegan, do tend to do away with all animal products, so right. they'll stay away from having leather shoes, bags and things like that, whereas plant-based are looking typically more for the health benefits of the body. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh-huh. they might still have honey as well, um, yes. as as well as that. Um, I, I am plant-based, yes. um, but I still have honey, whereas a vegan would say no. No. Oh, that's quite honey. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I am vegetarian as well, but I, st- I still do have honey. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ah. So different different ways there. And then sometimes okay. people will be a mix, won't they? Lacto, yeah. ovo, and yes. they might have milk, or they might just have eggs and then right, their vegetables right, as right. well. And there's a lot of people, isn't there, that um, if you go into Foodland now – yeah. Uh, I know there's one on, um, uh, down in Parafield Gardens that's got a good, really good food land there on Saints Road. Uh-huh. And there's a whole section of plant-based foods there that you can actually get now. Yeah. Because a lot of people think that vegetarians are just lettuce and tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> that, rabbit right? food. Rabbit food, yeah. <laughs> called a rabbit eating. <laughs> Not a rabbit eater, but eating rabbit food. Uh-huh. But, um, but there's a whole section now. So... Is it beneficial to actually mm. be a vegan as well? And it's shown, hasn't it, that uh, studies have shown that a vegetarian diet can reduce the risk of um, heart disease and various types of cancer, for instance. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. So if you eat a well-balanced vegetarian or vegan diet, you can have reduced risk of chronic diseases, which would include obesity, uh, coronary heart disease, hypertension, which is basically a high blood pressure, yeah, um, diabetes, and also some types of cancer as well. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so, so there's definitely a lot of benefits, uh, mm. f- uh, you know, um, of, uh, you know, one sticking to a vegetarian diet. Mm. Okay. Even even if, you know, uh, some of the listeners and whoever eats meat, it's good to actually limit it a bit more because okay. they found that even bowel cancer, there's been a link between meat eating and bowel cancer, for instance, through various studies. Interesting. Um, so it has does give you a lot of um, health benefits as well. Um, okay. And uh, then as we look at towards the um, the global environment, well, um, there's a number of things that are happening today that people are worried about in the world. Uh-huh. Uh, for instance, the first one is it's... Uh, uh, being a vegetarian, um, it's helping towards reducing the global warming because they've done a study and they've realised that raising animals for food generates more greenhouse gases than all the cars and trucks in the world combined. Whoa. So, you know, have you yeah. got some figures for us, Suzanne? I think you had some figures as well. Yeah, no, there is um, some? some some interest there um, uh-huh. with those with those sorts of things. Yes. Um there was um, a research done the twenty eighteen or sorry in twenty eighteen at Oxford University a study there that the vegan diet is probably the single biggest way you can reduce your impact on planet Earth. Mm. So not just greenhouse gases, but yeah, global acidification, land use, water use. Um, 
Yeah, it, that's, that's it's, amazing. It's the yeah. single. Yeah, if people yeah. are looking for something that they could, can do to, and look, there's plenty of things that you can do. <laughs> there's uh, you recycling. There's fast fashion. There's a whole range of things. Uh, but they huh. said if you want to make the biggest impact, it's right. actually cutting down your use of meat and and dairy. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not a lot of people know that. It doesn't yeah. get focused on that. No, it's no, more no. About you know, get your electric car yeah, or <laughs> or all it. these other things. Yes, um, yes. But no, that's actually the biggest. The biggest thing that one person can do yeah you know talking about um electric cars i mean uh government currently is pushing you know for people to uh, uh go uh solar and uh and um you know even the federal government is pushing for uh, electric cars and things like that and but yet here's one area in which we could actually make a big difference. Uh, that's quite amazing. Yeah. The thing, the thing is, though, people are uh, pretty defensive about their food. Uh-huh. <laughs> and a lot of people don't want to give up some of those things. I can so, understand. A friend of mine yeah. once said, you know, if I give up my meat... What's there to eat? <laughs> I said, "Come on, look at the look at the pictures, and, and, and there's a variety of all kinds of food." And I said, "Meat is only one thing." Yeah, yeah <laughs> and they often yeah. look and you know say, "Well, how do you get your vitamin B12?" Right, yeah, and things like that, which is uh, often found in mushrooms and different. Mm. Different things, soya milk, yes, those sort of fortified things, fortified milks and things yeah. like that as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. absolutely. And yeah. look, I've been in, I've been in all stages. Yeah. I've, I've <laughs> been spent more of my life as a meat eater. Yes, but um, yeah, twenty years ago I went vegetarian, and then the last, oh, I think, six years, um, plant based. So, yeah. yeah, I know what it's like. It mm. can be hard, but we can pray and ask God to help us. Correct. With this all as right. well. Okay. Yeah. Oh, praise God. Another yeah. interesting thing too, Suzanne, uh-huh. is when you look at um, the the effect on the environment of um, of producing beef, for instance, they've estimated that the water required to produce a one kilo of beef vary from 13,000 litres upwards to 100,000 litres of water for the cattle to actually drink and consume. Mm. And the damage is plain to consider the water required to produce a kilo of wheat is between 1,000 to 2,000 litres to produce one kilo of wheat, and it's 13,000 litres upwards for one kilo of beef. Wow. So that's a big uh, big difference in the water mm. consumption yeah. on the that, earth. That's know? actually interesting you said that because yeah, I, I found a few stats there and one of them was um, you can save more water by not eating 500 grams of meat than you can having 21 five-minute showers. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's so there's a lot of showers yeah. there, isn't it? Five yeah, minute showers. So correct. it just shows you that's that's an example of meat use. Yeah, just mm. how that much that does impact. Wow. So definitely, there is a lot of uh, benefits there for to the environment. Mm. That's um, that's something to consider. Uh, and uh, yeah, just wondering, any what other. Uh, benefits uh, uh, can you share? Well, it's interesting. I, I did read a report a while ago that um, they were trying to produce uh, feed for cattle and sheep actually using seaweed-based uh, things mm. uh-huh. because of the amount of um, uh, CO2 that is put into the air mm. uh, from the, the gases from the animals, which is a big problem. In New Zealand, I know, with all the sheep they have there, yeah. uh, it, it is causing a problem in the own zone. They reckon that this is one of the reasons why uh, we're having problems in that area. Mm. So um, there, so that's another point to 
put in place too, which is the CO2 production that actually happens right, in the animals right. we have. The other one too, I think, is pollution. Mm-hmm. Pollution of our waterways caused by animals' waste um, and also the hormones they inject into the meat and things today. Uh, often yeah. it's um, antibiotics. They, they don't talk so much mm. about hormones now, although that right. can Chickens. still happen. They do have to test that before the, the animals are slaughtered. But yeah, it's the antibiotics that is getting right. in there and that's why okay. we're having a problem with uh, superbugs and things where Oh, okay, I see, Lots I see. Of problems in there. Um, yeah. There's a couple of other things here. One mm. uh, was a study on the global milk supply and was conducted in 2018. Mm-hmm. And uh, they demonstrated that 628 litres of water was required to produce one litre of cow's milk. 628 to 1. That's a lot, yeah. Um, Other plant-based milk alternatives reported lower amounts of water. In fact, just 28 litres of water should produce one litre of soy milk. Wow. So so the first one is how much? 628. And then just 28. Oh, wow. So 600 litres more. That's a huge difference. So that is interesting because it's Mm. all about feeding and and the supply of food to the cow and the the milk, etc. And all the transport and everything that comes back to that. Wow. Okay. Another uh, interesting thing is is wastage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you've probably heard it before. I know I have. Um, yeah. When you when you watch the news or you hear it on the radio, just how much food gets wasted. And I know mm-hmm. Eric, you 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 help out in that area, don't you? You um, go and pick up food. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they used to dump dump all the food that uh, like at Coles and places where you know it was getting at expiry date or they had a lot of it left over. Yeah, they used wow. to dump it, uh, mm. and you still see it today in certain places where they might want to rise raise the price of. Uh, apples or they can't get the pickers in to do it and they're mm. dumping food mm. so they organise second bites which is the one I go to to pick okay. up food for our Aboriginal folks Yes, and uh, there are many organisations that go there on each different day and there's a lot of volunteers there that help out with that and uh, this food goes out to families and to people but the wastage that is just from a single day uh-huh. is absolutely amazing what to see yeah 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 well th- thank you so much let's uh, take time to uh, just um, think on what we have just uh, learned today uh, or thus far uh, and um, really think about, yeah, the benefits of um, going plant-based or uh, becoming, you know, vegetarians. It, it sounds like it's massive. Now, friends, thank you once again for tuning into Faith FM. We do have a free giveaway. This is the book End Time Hope by Mark Finley. Now, this book you want to have because today a lot of people are worried about the future. Uh, terrorist threats, school violence, devastating uh, uh, tornadoes, and many other things happening all around us, viruses. And people are wondering and asking questions, is there hope? Uh, can we be certain of the future? Can we have real answers to the problems of today? Well, this is a book, therefore, that you want to have. End Time Hope, A Journey into Eternity or A Journey to Eternity. This is a book by Mark Finley. If you're interested in this book, all you have to do, my friend, is text the following code word, SA. 134 SA 100 sorry 134 to the number 04 when you do that the Faith FM giveaway bot will reply asking for your details so we can actually mail it out to you so please do send the code word which is SA 134 to the number 04 
8081111. So let's come to another break. Let's uh, have a song, Be Still a No by Hannah Kerr, as we once again, uh, you know, meditate on what we have just learned today. It's quite profound. So enjoy the song and we'll be right back shortly.
Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time Big Q&A with Fabiano Nyonghuru and Brother Eric and Sister Susan. And I'm so thankful to have them in the studio. We've been uh, covering the following topic. Could vegetarianism benefit the environment? You know, friends, throughout this week, we've uh, uh, we've had a number of uh, presenters uh, discuss under the theme, the Bible, the church, and the environment. And today we wanted to focus you know, on this issue of... Um, you know, plant-based vegetarianism, and uh, and to see whether truly there's any benefits uh, that come from one actually choosing uh, to uh, to just have uh, a vegetarian diet. And so, let me come back to Sister Suzanne. You were just sharing some statistics there, and uh, that really highlight uh, the fact that uh, actually there are huge benefits uh, that uh, we get from uh, choosing a vegetarian diet, uh, and both to the environment, to us as well. Can you please share some more? Yeah, yeah. So we were just talking before the song there that uh, we're looking at wastage and uh, the amount of food that gets wasted. And um, a lot of people, if if you're like me, sometimes you you get towards the end of the week and there's um, some limp veggies sitting in your your (laughs) crisper part of your fridge there, and you feel guilty, don't Mm. you? You know, you've spent the money and you've and you've and you've bought it at home. Uh But uh, it's estimated that from um, from where these fruit and vegetables are grown from, from the field to the kitchen bin, as they would say, it's as high as eight to ten percent of all global emissions is Whoa. wastage. Just and that's just wasted food mm. that's not eaten. So that's um, eight to ten percent, which is amazing. Yeah. But the best way that you can do that, and and I've looked at that a little bit more, is if you can grow some of your own vegetables. Wonderful. Man, that's the best thing mm-hmm. because. We have so many benefits to our own selves. If we can be outside yes. and we're getting a little bit of sunlight on us, we're getting oh, our yes. hands into that yes, soil. Yes, yes, you know, correct. God knew what he was doing when he put Adam and Eve. Mm. Well, he talked to Adam, but I'm sure Eve got into the garden a little yeah, bit as well. That's it, yes. Um, because it's really good for us. We've yes. got that exercise and that, and then we grow our vegetables or our fruit, yes. and we know what things that we're putting on it. So we don't yeah. have to worry about the pesticides and whatever exactly. other things are being sprayed mm. on. Yeah. And you pick it from the the garden outside into Fresh. your house. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're bursting yes. nutrients yes. and all the good stuff oh, that's I, in there. I can relate to what you're saying there because recently I uh, I built six garden beds for my wife, and uh, they oh. are all full of all this leafy <laughs> green. And uh, and I'm telling you, we haven't we haven't all our. Greens, uh, you know, every day of the week, and and they're really good. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Mm. Yeah. And look, don't worry. And and for those folk at home who might worry sometimes about the vegetables not looking quite as good as yeah. the supermarket, don't worry because the holes taste just as good as well as the rest of the leaves. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it, yeah. And in fact, if you know the bugs are eating it, then it's good enough for you to <laughs> exactly, eat as well. Yeah. Isn't but it, it has been yeah. shown, hasn't it, that. Um, in the times in which we live, there are less people eating vegetables and fruit now. Mm. Yes, yeah, so, the statistics show that. Yeah. Right. So if you are if you are going vegetarian or vegan, you're actually more likely to have your five serves of fruit and veggies Wonderful. a day. Mm. Yes. And just another highlight too with um, the meat side of things. Um, some people don't realise this, but processed meats are actually a group one carcinogenic um, carcinogen, which means that they are in the same group as asbestos and smoking. Mm. Oh, wow. And yet you'll have warnings with those products, yes, yes, but you yes. don't see warnings, do you, with, with sausages and salami no, and things no, like no. that. Yeah, so yeah. that's one point that sometimes gets overlooked. And also red meat, such as uh, beef, lamb and pork, 
has been classified as a group 2A carcinogen, which means it probably causes cancer. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so meat wasn't designed for God by God for us to eat. It was an allowed thing once Mm -hmm. people got off the ark and there there wasn't enough food. But if we really want to have optimal health, we should seriously look about decreasing our meat consumption and increasing our fruit and veggies. Wonderful. And is it better, Suzanne, then, because you're right into veganism, is it better to um, try and buy local stuff here or what's wrong with some of the products that come in from overseas? Well, that's a good point. Vegetables. Yeah. Excellent uh-huh. point that you've raised because, yeah, we try to look at those things, don't we? Do we eat local? Because all those food miles, all that um, trucks yeah. with their cold um, refrigeration packs, a lot of the fruit and veggies that you buy in the supermarket have maybe a week old before you actually get them. And then mm-hmm. if you're leaving them for another four or five days, it's not so great. You've yeah. lost a lot of those nutrients and things um, just aren't there from when they were picked fresh. Yes. So, okay. yeah, looking at those food miles and transport, that's another thing that can, you know, contributes to emissions. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting that, you know, we started off with the origin, the original uh, diet, which Correct. was just the, the nuts and the fruit. And then um, after the fall, we find that uh, – that we now were planting, that humans were planting, and uh-huh. then the vegetables was in there with, along with all the weeds and everything else that comes with that. Uh, and then we went on to a meat-based diet after the flood. Uh, meat came into it then. Uh, and it tells us in the new earth that uh, there'll be no killing there. So mm. um, all that'll be gone. But it's interesting when we look at the Bible to see what Daniel did. All right. Because um, we're told that Daniel refused to eat the king's food um, when mm. it was presented to him. Uh-huh. Uh, and he actually told them that uh, if there was a test to be done, uh, give them 10 days and we'll see who's healthier. Those that ate from the king's table uh-huh. and had everything that was abundance there, the meat along with it and everything else. Daniel said he and his partners, they will just eat vegetables. I'll, sh- I'll read it to you. Yes. It's Daniel uh, chapter 1, 12 to 16, where it says, Please test your servants for 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to this and tested them for 10 days. And at the end of the 10 days, they looked healthier better nourished than any of the young men who ate the raw food. Mm. So the guard took away their choice food and the wine and they were to drink and gave them vegetables instead. It's interesting, (laughs) Suzanne. I know that sometimes when people say, you know, uh, oh, you're on a vegetarian diet, you know, you're going to be sick or, you know, you're you're not going to, you're going to look a bit white and frail, you know. (laughs) But that's not the case, is it? Because the, the fruit and vegetables give you that, Good sustenance that you mm. need. Yes, wow. that's right. And look, and and look, there's you can always take things um, the wrong way too. You can be vegan and be sick. Yep. Yes, because you can eat food uh-huh. that technically doesn't have any dairy or any meat or any uh-huh. eggs in it, but boy, it's not good for you. It's still uh-huh. got a lot of sugar and a lot of you know, saturated mm. fats, all those yeah, yeah, yeah. trans fats, all sorts of things like that. Uh-huh. So um, it is really getting back to a whole foods, what God's yes, given yes, us and, yes. and trying Wonderful. to. Yeah. Yeah, Having a balanced diet, you know, yes. um, mm. making sure. And, and there's listeners out there today that, uh, you know, um, are worried about cancer and some of these things. Just just have a think about that. And, um, yeah. you know, uh, it's your choice. It's everybody's choice what mm. they eat. 
but have a look at it and do some of the research that we've talked about today and to yeah. see how it affects the environment as well. Yeah, that's wonderful. And while you're listening, friends, we do have a wonderful giveaway book. It is called End Time Hope, A Journey to Eternity. You see, the Bible has a lot to say about the future and uh, what God has in store for us even in the new earth. And this wonderful book by Mark Finley is one worth reading. This is the book, friend, that you want to have. And you can get this uh, by simply uh, sending a code word to us, and that is SA134. Once you do that, the Faith FM bot will reply asking for your details. So please do send that code word, SA134, um, and uh, we'll make sure that you get your free giveaway. So friends, do do that and uh, consider once again what uh, uh, Brother Eric and Sister Susan are sharing here about uh, the benefits of going, you know, plant-based and you know adopting a vegetarian uh, diet there are huge blessings both to the environment and to yourself and we have heard this as well but it's quite interesting how eric just shared from daniel chapter one the decision by the uh hebrew boys there in the in the in the king's palace where you know they could have chosen to eat the very best but they were not tempted to you know just i guess you know stuff their stomach but they were thinking about uh more than uh, just, uh, 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 um, filling their bellies. They were thinking about their health, I believe. They were thinking about, uh, you know, uh, worship. They were probably thinking quite a, quite a lot about some of these things, uh, Eric. What do you think? We've got about three or four minutes here. What are your take on this? What, what do you think was in their mind? I, I totally believe that they relied on what God's instruction was to them. Right. And uh, that was their leading in their life right through. And uh-huh. uh, that had been proved, the blessings that they had. Uh, the fact is that when, after the 10 days, mm. when they ran the test, the king would have been amazed and those around him because they looked better than the other captives. They had yeah. more energy, more strength. Mm. Uh, and the uh, the way they ate had a positive effect on Daniel's physical health, but it also gave him a spiritual advantage where his mind was mm. clear. Mm. Um, and they found that, you know, if you eat meat and things, it stays in your system in the gut for a lot longer. And, of course, if you eat late at night as well, it's hard to sleep. So, you know, when you're eating vegetables and something, it goes through the system a lot faster. And it gives you much more energy more quickly. Mm. Wow. Yeah, the stomach actually has time once, if you eat earlier on, if you get, make sure you have about four hours before you go to sleep at night, that stomach has finished, pro, your stomach's finished processing, so it can actually relax and, and rejuvenate like the rest of your body while you sleep. But I believe today we've got the king's table all around us in society. Uh-huh. Have, well, and yes. in Australia, I shouldn't say everywhere. Yeah, 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 in Australia, we've got it good. And so mm. we actually have all those temptations everywhere. Every day, don't yes, we? Yes. So we can choose to go for you know the big ice creams, or you <laughs> know they're, they're all there, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, but really, God's given us a simple mm. diet, yeah, and um, yeah. if we can, you know, not always indulge in things. There yes. might be a slight thing now and then. I'm not uh-huh. saying you should be you know super super strict, but I think going back to to close to God's original diet with the vegetables as well. We get the, the clarity of mind, yeah. the longer length of life. You know, Wonderful. you can add 10 years or so to wow. your life by <laughs> going um, and doing what God has given us uh, in the Bible so that we can do our main purpose, which is share his love with others yes. and his soon return. Oh, and, wonderful. And the problem is too, Pastor Fabiano, is that um, because of the increase in population, um, there needs to be more um, animals on the planet uh, to 
to with the population growth as well. So therefore, it's taking up more resources, mm. having more harm on the environment, using much more water, the pollution as well, uh, plus all the other things that go along with that. So mm. uh, it is affecting the planet, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And so we can have uh, a better health ourselves if we look and see uh, from the instructions the Bible gives, but also it will it is a blessing on the planet as well. Oh, that's wonderful. And you know, the Bible does say that um, when I reflect back onto Genesis chapter 1, that um, uh, Adam uh, was instructed that he was to care for this planet. He was to uh, look after it. Uh, yes, he was to have dominion over it, but, but uh, God had actually put him in the gardens to tend it and keep it. And, and so really it is important that we look after uh, the, our planet. In fact, there is a scripture um, somewhere uh, in the Bible that says that God will destroy those who destroy the earth. Mm. And so really, uh, we need to be thinking about these things. Yeah, yeah. True. And, you know, it, it also reminds me of, um, you know, even uh, making simple choices such as, you know, where we put our rubbish, you know, is, is, you know, is this uh, going into the uh, recycling bin or is this going into, you know, the normal bin? And so, even those things, I think, are very important. Those uh, simple decisions, uh, because all of that contribute to you know the solution uh, that uh, that uh, we should be contributing to. And so, yeah, thank you, thank you so much. Now, obviously, there, there's a lot of uh, things which we have learned today. I would just like to uh, ask that we close with prayer, and then, uh, yeah, and thank you, thank you for tuning in, dear friend. Surely we've learned quite you know quite a lot, and may God bless you. Shall we pray together? Father in heaven, we thank you for this hour. We thank you for uh, the lesson that we've learned and the importance of uh, making wise decisions, even uh, when it comes to what we eat. Father, Lord, we pray that you may lead and guide and may your blessings be upon all of us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much. You have a blessed night. Until we meet again, may God bless you. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. To fight in this battle Set yourself, stand ye still And see the salvation of the Lord with you O Judah and Jerusalem Fear not, nor be dismayed Tomorrow go out against them Be with
You shall not need to fight in this battle. You shall not need to fight.